Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, Episode 18, with Josie Clark, Indiana Conference Youth President. Because each of us know that we can't transform the world all by ourselves, but each one of us can transform a person's world, which will then lead to them transforming other people's worlds. And it's just a um, ripple effect. Hi, this is Bishop Mike Coiner of the Indiana area. You are connecting with the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Reverend Brad Miller. Doing all the good we can. that a strong connection in the United Methodist Church is essential to achieving the mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. The Hoosier United Methodist Podcast will help you and your church connect with key insights, hear inspiring stories, and learn from successful pastors and people making a difference in United Methodist Churches in Indiana. And now, here's Brad. Hello, good people, and welcome again to the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. This is episode number 18. At the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast, it is our mission to strengthen the connection in the United Methodist Church in the state of Indiana for the purpose of accomplishing our mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Hey, you're in for a treat today here on episode 18 of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast. If you believe in the youth of our church and you believe in youth ministry that is all about the church right now, not just of tomorrow or another day, then you're going to enjoy our conversation we have today with Josie Clark. Josie Clark is our Indiana Youth President. She uh, just graduated in 2016 from high school at Dyer uh, High School in Northern Indiana. Went to as a member of the Dyer United Methodist Church, and uh, she was just a delightful young lady. And you're going to love her mission and her story about her mission, about the importance of youth ministry right now in the church, about how the influence of her local church and her parents and her her pastors and church folks were so important to her nurturing and her faith, and how that helped among other things, get her involved with a conference youth ministry where she rose up to become the president of the conference youth and was involved with such activities as youth transformation, which is helping getting youth involved with mission projects in local churches around around our state and such things as the youth as a student youth leadership academy with uh, with the bishops called the bishops student leadership academy to develop leadership to develop leadership skills and that has led her to find her own calling into mission and ministry, and she'll say more about that, but it involves her eventually going into the mission field, in the medical field, as as a nurse, and you're going to hear her story about that. Hear how uh, Josie has been able to reach out to her peers in her local community and get interact with youth from around our state, from all parts of the state, of all different backgrounds, socioeconomically, racially, uh, family backgrounds, all kinds of things. 
and how through that she has learned and everybody learns to work together, that we're all alike, and to do not be ashamed to show the love of Christ through actions, through the hand, to be the hands and feet of God is the way that she puts it. She talks a little bit also about how the church has been a real affirmation to her uh, about the annual conference and her local church and clergy have and and how it's been, in fact, uh, a way that for her to be influenced and for the conference youth to be influenced, to be an influence on others, and it has a ripple effect is what she calls it. And I love the way that, that she puts it and how youth then are not afraid to share their faith. And, of course, we talk a little bit about how the youth are part of strength of strong local churches and how our local churches all can be served by youth ministry about how there are differences between youth right now and and adults and how we talk about that a little bit, but we're all part of God's plan. It's all about being a benefit to others to share the good news and the transformation of lives in Jesus Christ among the youth. This is an interview that's really close to my heart, really, because I formerly served as conference youth coordinator. I'm involved with youth ministry in one form or another most of my career and truly, truly, truly do believe that youth are part of the church right now. And a strong local church has a strong youth ministry. So I'm pleased about this uh, podcast episode today, and we're going to get into it in just a minute. But I did, did want you to know that today, the Hoosier United Methodist podcast is sponsored by the book, Meet the Good People. It's by the author, Reverend Dr. Roger Ross, who's the senior pastor of the First United Methodist Church in Springfield, Illinois. And this is a, a, a good book that will help you learn Wesley's seven ways to reach out into the community. Let me give you just one quote from the book. Roger Ross says this, How can we translate the Christian faith into a language our non-church friends, neighbors, and co-workers understand? It starts by leading with our deeds. Close quote. Love that about taking action in our communities. Meet the good people, sponsor of this of this broadcast. This bro- this broadcast is also helpful to and supportive of Mission Guatemala. That's our mission. Mission Guatemala is a mission uh, in the poor rural area of Guatemala, led by Reverend Tom Heaton. And there's just a lot of good things going on there. Uh, there is uh, feeding programs, and your local churches can be involved with feeding programs to help the folks down there. There's educational opportunities, some medical and dental clinics that they have, and other ways to serve the rural folks there. Lots of good things happening. Just go to MissionGuatemala.com, and you can check it out further, or you can go to our website, HoosierUnitedMethodist.com, to find out more. Well, right now our focus of this, of this podcast is about youth ministry and particularly hearing from one of the youth herself. Her name is Josie Clark. She's the Indiana Conference Youth President. Let's get into our conversation with her right now. Brad Miller with the podcast, and our special guest today is Josie Clark. Josie is a youth with the Indiana Conference Youth, and she's the outgoing president, just having graduated high school and having plans after high school. But uh, Josie, welcome to the podcast, and just tell us about where you're from and what church you're from. Hi, I'm from Dyer, Indiana, and the church I am from is Dyer United Methodist Church. That's wonderful. And you are just recently graduated high school, and you're getting ready to head off to school or something like that. Tell us a little bit about what your plans are now. 
Okay. Um, my first year, I'm planning on staying at IUN, which is just the community college near me. And um, I'll just be getting my prereqs out of the way. And then the second semester of my freshman year, I am planning to um, move to Honduras while taking online classes. And um, I'll be beginning my stages of becoming a missionary. And then um, after my freshman year, I'll be transferring to University of Indianapolis and trying to get into their missionary nurse program. Well, how cool is that? So it's some fabulous plans that you have to serve uh, serve the Lord through the church and uh, missions and missionary training. Sounds like youth ministry in one form or another has been important to you and forming you. Say, say a little bit about youth ministry maybe in your local church and how you got involved with Conference Youth. Yeah, my dad is actually a the pastor at Dyer United Methodist Church. And when we first got there, he was the youth pastor, and now he's the um, lead pastor. And um, I don't know, youth ministry has really been a lot to me because it's helped me open up and express my faith more, especially through conference because we were able to um, just be ourselves here and we, w- we don't have to be ashamed of anything, which we shouldn't be anyway. So it's really nice. So somehow or other through your local church, you end up getting involved with the Indiana Conference Youth. Tell us a little bit about what some of the things that are going on on youth ministry on the Indiana Conference level. Yeah, we, um, the one thing we do is just our conference we go out and sometimes we do things on Monument Circle and then um, our other big thing we do is the transformation every summer and that's just when we go around Indianapolis and any church that needs our help or any just people that need our help we help them and then there's also a Bishop Student Leadership Academy that we are a part of as well. On the transformation project that you mentioned, can you be a little bit more specific? What are some of the projects that you actually uh, worked on in the transformation? The last year that I went, I worked on a VBS for a church for a couple days, and then I helped build a church for a couple, and then I helped with um, uh, Habitat for Humanity for the other couple days. Very active stuff. Way to go. That That's very cool. Tell me a little bit about what you think the overall vision is for youth ministry in our conference. What are we trying to accomplish on the state level in, in youth ministry? I think we're just trying to get more young adults and youth to um, join with us in this vision of ours to transform the world. And um, I think it's nice because each of us know that we can't transform the world all by ourselves, but each one of us can transform a person's world, which will then lead to them transforming other people's worlds. And it it's just a um, ripple effect. So. so it starts with individual youth and your local youth groups, and it goes from there, it sounds like. How about... Um, can you give me an example of how you maybe seen a young person, like a teenager in your life, perhaps your school or your local town, who's had uh, some of them impacted and changed themselves by either something your local youth group did or something, some form of service? Yeah, um, the youth group that I'm a part of at Dyer is, um, we're really outgoing and we're re- really mission focused. And sometimes we just go out and we like seek others. And there's this one guy named Andrew, and he was not sure if he believed or if he didn't believe and um, so we invited him to our youth group and through our youth group he uh, became a Christian and we helped him like with all the questions he had and everything so that was really nice so you saw a life change happen there up front and personal didn't you okay good 
We say in our annual conference in our whole United Methodist Church that our mission is making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. How's youth ministry doing that? We kind of just go out and we... um we aren't ashamed of who we are, so we try to show others the love of Christ, which will then um, transform their world. And even if it's not just talking to them, we um, do missionary-focused activities where we go out and we just like play with the kids or whatever they want so that they can see that we are the hands and feet of God. Hands and feet of God, that's a cool way of putting it. It sounds like in you and your life are planning and doing some of that, being very active in mission. Tell me a little bit about you and kind of your motivations to head into a, a life of mission. Well, I have always wanted to be a nurse, and but I really wanted to be a part of um, just the ministry vision. And I didn't know what God was calling me to be until I went to Transformation one year, actually, and I heard Alex Hershey talking. And he is a church planter, and he just kind of sat down with me and talked to me, and he listened to me about how confused I was because I really didn't know what I wanted to do and like I couldn't hear God talking to me but it wasn't until he preached one day that I texted my mom and I told her like that night I said I want to be a missionary and her response was I know so I think that's really neat that she knew that like God was putting on her heart that I wanted to be a missionary before I even knew. So you really felt like it was a God thing, huh? Yeah. Well, that's a wonderful thing. And how do you think maybe your being involved with youth ministry on the local church level and here on the conference level, what kind of legacy does it leave? I mean, what do you mean? How do you think that is going to play a part in strengthening your local church and maybe be an influence even to maybe some younger kids? Yeah, I actually influenced a couple people that um, they were kind of nervous to come to the youth ministry team just because they didn't want to be the new person and everything. And But I kind of like told them, I was like, it's okay to be the new person. I was the new person at one time and now these are some of my best friends and um, I think I've really impacted them to not be scared to show their faith. Now tell me just a little bit about your vision moving forward for youth ministry and our annual conference. Where do you think uh, we need to go with this? How, how many, uh, you know, a lot of our churches have very few youth, for instance, and uh, that's an area where there's a struggle for some churches. How do you think uh, the youth ministry program in our annual conference can help churches that uh, maybe don't have much of a youth program or maybe they need to do something to find a way to extend themselves to their high schools and their community? What kind of thoughts do you have about that? Um, I don't know. That's kind of hard just because it, it is hard to get youth involved in churches and just because our s- schedules are so busy, but sometimes you just have to like keep nagging them. I know that that feels annoying, but um, just every single time you talk to them, it helps them a little bit more and just believing in them and not judging them because I know some churches are quick to judge people that come in with piercings and tattoos and everything, but you have to accept them and you have to realize that they are a part of God's plan too. Do you think maybe Jesus would accept people even if they have piercings and tattoos? Do you think it's a possibility? Yes. Okay. So in your in your world and what you're involved with, you feel like you're accepting and embracing of people of all kinds of backgrounds? Yeah, I think definitely when we come together as the youth team of the United Methodist Church, I think it's really cool to see um, people with different backgrounds, people from split, split families, people with... Um, 
I don't know, just different backgrounds and everything come together and we are judge free and we just all have a great time together. That's great. That's great. What would be your encouragement to say a middle school student? What would you say to them would be the benefits to them getting involved with their either the local youth group or perhaps with things like uh, transformation and some of the conference youth programs? What would be the benefit to them? I think the benefit of the small youth groups like um, your church um, youth group is just to have people in your community outside of your school, just that you're able to bring those schools together in one place to worship your God. And um, when you get involved in the transformation and coming to annual conference and being on the youth team, it's really cool to get people from all over Indiana to um, know each other. Like I know people from the northernmost and the southernmost and everything. It's so neat to see um, everyone just come together. Coming together, it sounds like it's a wonderful thing for you personally and for all the youth and all the adult leadership of the annual conference youth uh, youth team. Yeah. Now, one more thing, Cassie. Uh, something about you personally. What I mean by that is something you like to do, that you have fun to doing. Maybe it's a school activity. What's something about you that would be something that that's unique about you? Um, I really just, I don't really have any, like, school activities that I enjoy. I just really like going out and helping others, like, just seeing the smile on their face when you help them. And it can be, like, as small as leaving or holding the door open for someone. Like, they just enjoy it so much just because um, I know that this generation is um, a lot different than generations in the past. But uh, people have to look past some of the people that... um, aren't that great of an outlook of our generation and look into the people that are really trying to stand out. You said you think your generation is a lot different than generations in the past. How how so? How do you think that's the case? Um, I just, I think that um, there have been a lot of temptations that people have gone into and um, such as like drugs and alcohol and stuff and um, I feel like people look down at our generation and think that we're all like that but that's a big lie. <laughs> Well, I want to encourage you that not everybody thinks that. And I think, uh, have you felt pretty good support overall, in, like in your local church and among the other clergy and your leadership here in the annual conference? Tell me about how you feel like you're being supported by the adults around you. Oh, yeah, definitely. The church, even since my dad's a pastor, I've been a part of quite a few churches, and um, they're all coming together. And um, since I want to be a missionary, they keep asking me like questions about that, and they're just encouraging me to like not give up on that because it's going to be a hard and it's um, not the best paying job ever but I think it's the most paying job in a different way other than money. I think you'll find that uh, clergy like myself and others are going to, and your local church folks and conference folks are going to be really your biggest fans, not only for you, but all the youth of, of the church, because we see you not just as the church of tomorrow, but as the church right now, and very important right now. So why don't you tell us one more time your name, what church you're from, and what your vision is moving forward. Hi, my name is Josie Clark. I'm from Dyer United Methodist Church, and I just really want us to be encouraged to go out and make disciples of Jesus. Hey, what a great conversation we just had with Josie Clark, the Indiana Conference Youth President. Uh, delightful young lady. Uh, let's, we, we all wish her well. We're praying for her and all youth, all adults in the church, all pastors and, and church leaders and churches uh, are the biggest fans of our youth, right? And we need to be uh, encouraging of those folks, encouraging a, of young women like Josie and young men as they 
as they navigate their call to faith. Let's understand that the younger a person is, when they come to a life of faith, the more likely they are to live out their life of faith in their adult years. So it's so, so vital and important to have strong children's and youth ministries in our churches, and it's lived out in that. I think uh, Josie put it very well about what she called the ripple effect. That transforming the lives for Jesus Christ starts with that one youth or that one young person sharing the good news with another and another and another, and it becomes what she called the ripple effect. Don't nag. I mean, I mean, encourage. She used the word nag uh, to about how adults can help with with youth. I would like to say the word encourage. Let's encourage our youth to be disciples and to live out their faith and help nurture them along the way, and uh, and the good things will happen. It's all part of God. God's greater plan. So let's encourage Josie and all the other youth in our conference youth programs and support them. We'll put some details about our conference youth programs and some of the events happening in there, like transformation, will be in our show notes. And we invite you to check that out at HoosierUnitedMethodist.com and also on our Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com slash HoosierUnitedMethodist. That's some of the ways that you can connect up with us. If you have a good news story that you'd like for us to share on the Hoosier United Methodist podcast or possibly on our sister podcast, the United Methodist podcast, uh, let us know. You can connect with us through through the website, and we would love to hear your good news stories. We did want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by, sponsored by the book, Meet the Good People by Reverend Dr. Roger Ross. It's the seven ways that Wesley shared faith. I believe it makes a great uh, preaching series, which I'm planning on preaching myself in my local church, or a Bible study, a small group Bible study. Utilize it there if you can. You can find out more about it, make a connection to it through our website, HoosierUnitedMethodist.com. Also, our podcast sponsors, and it's helpful to uh, the uh, Mission Guatemala. You can go to MissionGuatemala.com and find your opportunities to connect up with this mission led by Reverend Tom Heaton. Among other things, uh, there's great opportunities for groups to go down to Guatemala and be helpful in work missions and other other opportunities to serve by actually getting on an airplane and going there. Uh, Much more doable than you might think. So there are some things to share there. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love for you, please, to go to iTunes, find Hoosier United Methodist Podcast there, and there, find us there, subscribe to the podcast, rate us with a five-star rating, if you will, and leave a one or two-sentence review. That helps other people find us, and we want to spread the good news about the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast. That's about do, That's going to do it for this edition, edition number, episode number 18 of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast. My name's Dr. Brad Miller. It's been great to be with you. We look forward to hearing to being with you again next time. We'll have another good news story of, uh, that strengthens the connection in the United Methodist Church to achieve the mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ. Until next time, this is Dr. Brad Miller encouraging you in the words of John Wesley to do all the good you can. Thank you for listening to the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. We challenge you to be an active listener by subscribing and becoming a vital member of the Hoosier United Methodist Podcast community. Visit us on the web at HoosierUnitedMethodist.com and chat with other members at Facebook.com slash Hoosier United Methodist. Until next time, continue to make disciples and transform the world.